0: Oh, 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 oh. <sighs> my god, my god! That really spooked me, Brian. That yeah, f- that
1: freaked the bejesus out of me. I can't wait to listen back on that and see if it just gets really loud Ooh. and and fucks up the mic. So we'll see. We'll we'll find out. Either that, or it's going
0: to literally make you shit your pants with terror. Shit your, it's it's going to be shit your pants scary. <laughs> yeah it is. It is. Um, it reminded me very much right now in the house. Uh, there's two witches who've been seen a lot. There's two witches in a high state of excitement. Um, and this manifests in itself in just screaming. People just running around the house screaming.
1: I mean, that's like, that's good, though. That's, that, that feels like, I feel like that's in the spirit of Halloween. That's- oh, that, absolutely it is. Yep. 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 But is it? is it any different than normal or is this, is it just kind of maybe it's more thematically? um,
0: One of the witches is currently having a sleep, so I can't really do you a proper rendition of it, but it's very much in the guise of, (laughs) that's the, I mean, that's, listen, I've nailed that there. I've absolutely nailed it. That's what, that's what we're aiming at. Mm -hmm. That's what's being aimed at by the witches. It comes out much more as a, as a very just high pitched scream. Um,
1: Yeah. You know, so, it's pretty effective,
0: though. It's, yeah.
1: Um, I mean, it's know, still pretty spooky regardless. I'd it's say. incredibly
0: spooky and also intensely annoying. <laughs> if you uh, had it, if it's like for the fourth hour in a row. But, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Of, of um, which is cackles. And also it's it's usually joined with, thankfully, we have two brooms. And so the two brooms are taken out uh, mm-hmm. as witches are wont to do and ride around on the broomsticks. I don't know if in the olden days there was quite so much sort of knocking over of televisions, lamps, that sort of thing that go hand in hand with a, a broomstick ride. But what can you do? Witches will be witches.
1: Yeah. I mean, isn't that why they burn the witches is that they, they were... They were uh, just
0: knocking over. They were knocking over people's pots of snuff. They were yeah. all sorts. And if you think about it as well, it's dangerous because an old-fashioned, old-timey sort of, you know,
1: oil lamp... If a witch Mm -hmm. knocks one of those over, yeah, your barn's going up, Brian. So, would you say like a modern? You could tell if someone's a modern day witch if they like they knock over a flat screen television, and also if they're using a broom bought from Target. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So are these are these like actual brooms, or they are they stylized Halloween brooms, or are they
0: this is a bona fide broom?
1: Like you can um it'll it'll have it's, some utility after the fact on, yeah. on November. Oh 1. it's
0: it's they've been used for some time now. So the, the other great thing about that is not only are we knocking over a flat screen TV, we're also shedding sort of dust particles, hair around oh, right. it's little <laughs> dust bunnies everywhere. Yeah. So it's just, it, just, it them just around
1: keeps on giving. <laughs> it, it's yeah. the costume that keeps on giving. It and does. So I, I think you mentioned uh, a couple of pods ago you're doing some sort of um door-to-door type uh yeah there's deal. two there's two big
0: halloween events now mm-hmm. event number one and the one we're really excited about there's a halloween treasure hunt oh wow now th- the only problem is a treasure hunt we don't actually we realize don't really have any candy in the house brian but mm. don't worry because we're going to have sandwich bags full of potato chips
1: <laughs> that's i mean
0: that's a great uh, treat We've got potato chips. We've got chocolate chips. we just we just mm-hmm. go by chips,
1: any sort of chip we're doing.
0: Maybe some pretzels in there, little pretzel braids.
1: Yeah. See bags, all those things sound of... good, except if I found if I was a kid and I found a bag of like, you know, like chocolate, like semi sweet mm-hmm. chocolate chips, just loose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if I'd be too psyched about that.
0: Well, you'd have to take what you're given. So there we
1: That's go. That's true. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, because we're needs must. Um yeah. Yep. What can I say? That's all we've got in the house because we forgot to go to the shops and get some candy. Mm-hmm. So there we go. Um, I think we've got some lollipops in there. Oh, it's maybe good. just maybe a handful of oats in a sandwich bag, that sort of thing.
1: <laughs> just tie tie on the oat bag. Yeah. Oh, wait, And then wait, what's the second event? You said there's two? Mm.
0: There's the- How could I forget, Brian? As you mentioned, it's going to be the door to door, but at the different doors of the houses. Mm-hmm. So also, the other thing you should know about our Halloween, Isabel and I have prescribed costumes because about four Mm -hmm. years ago, you may be able to pick up on a theme here. We're very last minute. We're very last minute planners. So at the last minute, we needed some Halloween costumes and we went to Target and we did the biggest cop out of them all. We bought those, you know, those Halloween onesies that you get in Target. Oh, yeah, I know him. Yeah, you know him. So you could have a pirate, Spider-Man, Superman, Wonder Woman, that sort of thing. Well, they only had basically two costumes left. Number one, a cat. Mm-hmm. Number two, Harry Potter. <laughs> so every Which, year, for the past four <laughs> years, I go as Harry Potter. Now, oh, okay. And But... So obviously we've got the lightning bolt on the forehead, but I and I you know I've got my glasses on. But what I do like to do is the extra added effect. I do like to really shave the rest of the beard off to keep the mustache. Mm-hmm. So I like to go. I like to keep my sort of Tom Selleck esque mustache, circa Magnum PI. So, so I've it's got like- the lightning bolt glasses, mustache, Harry Potter onesie, which I like about it. It's got the jaunty uh, scarf thrown over one shoulder. Oh yeah, but it's all, yeah. it's all built in, Brian.
1: That's I mean it's it's pretty efficient. I was gonna say, so are you kind of like a Harry Potter that's like he's entered puberty and is really kind of growing in the, the stash? That's like exactly. the exactly. That's gotcha. ex- that's exactly the look we're going for.
0: I think we can all see that's the way Harry's going. You know, mm-hmm. he would obviously go for the tash.
1: Yeah. And he's turning into a cop, anyways, too, right? Isn't he's a wizard cop? So wizard I mean the mustache kind of makes sense.
0: I don't even think he's a wizard cop. I think he just is a cop. He's just a bobby on the beat, Brian
1: just a bobby on the beat that's all Um, i ever dreamed of yeah to be honest we kind of did a last uh last minute costume as well we always we always have big plans Mm -hmm. for what we're gonna do like we talk about it months and months in advance Mm -hmm. but they just it like for the past probably a couple years it just it hasn't really materialized uh in a big way like we were gonna be annie lennox like we were both gonna be annie lennox oh wow Um, you could make a good dave stewart just putting
0: it out there Oh, oh! thank you. <laughs> For the full, the full Eurythmics look. Or maybe even well, you, better, you could go as Annie Lennox and Paula could be Dave Stewart. I think
1: that would be exactly. wild. Yeah. Well, that's kind of like what we we've done. What did we do in the past? I think we wanted to do a flipped. I think we might have even discussed that, doing like a flipped version of it. Mm-hmm. There was another group that we wanted to be and it would be flipped. I can't remember. We were both Gwen Stefani one year. I think that was actually the best... That was the best Halloween costume I think I've excellent. ever done. No, no, that's excellent.
0: Were you the same Gwen Stefani or were you different period Gwen Stefani's?
1: Different periods of Gwen Stefani. So I was, um, what's it called? I was, a uh, don't speak, uh, era. So tragic For kingdom. Me- so I had the, the, the dress on from the music video and everything. Yep. yep. And then Paula was a much more recent Gwen Stefani. Mm-hmm. She was the, um, it's my life, uh, Gwen Stefani, it's the one where she covered uh who is it, Talk Talk? Is that Talk Talk? Just great choices, two great choices. Oh, yeah. I believe so. I could be wrong. Yeah. So she had yeah. the um the prison jumpsuit on because there's the whole scene where in the music video where she's in the gas chamber. Just so wonderful. that was pretty good. That yeah, was fantastic.
0: great. Sounds amazing. Yeah. Sounds amazing. So what's this year? What did what
1: what what's I think we're just gonna be dead. I think we just I bought some just, um just a couple of corpses. Yeah, I bought some some face paint. That's usually like when when I, w- when we haven't planned very well, costume wise, mm-hmm. I'll just order some face paint. You know, just get some face paint, and then you can be a dead dead guy. You could be a zombie. You got you could it be all. Both of those things at once.
0: You could be both. That's the that's yeah. the that's the joy of it. You could be two in one.
1: Yeah. So I think we're gonna do that later today. Put a little bit of face paint on and just hang out in our apartment. <laughs> <laughs> You're just gonna chill in the apartment.
0: It's the best way to be.
1: Yeah, yeah. Are you it's gonna watch, a weird
0: one. Are you gonna
1: watch any spooky movies? I think we might. I think that might be the the go to thing here. I think mm-hmm. it seems it seems about right. What are we looking at? I'm not sure. We were talking about watching that. Really, I, I th- I've heard it's really bad. So that's kind of the reason I think we will go for it. Is that at that new Adam Sandler one called Who Be Halloween? That never, just, never never even heard of it. I think we're just gonna watch it because I I literally. I, I keep sending some of my friends just screenshots from it and I don't know anything about it, but I, it, it just looks terrible. So is it is it an, an ironically bad Adam Sandler
0: Halloween movie, or is it just a bad Adam Sandler Halloween
1: I'm movie? I'm not sure. I think it might just be like hyper mediocre, I think yeah. is the but I, I didn't really know what to make of it. I just kept seeing shots of uh him and uh who's his buddy? Kevin James, the of Paul Blart fame. Um Paul Blart. I have no, I have no idea what this movie's about, but I just, I literally, I've, I've sent like the key art, just like the thing. I just, I have like a a group chat with some friends and every so often I'll just say who be Halloween and just send that image. Um, it's been, with nothing really attached to it, but it's a long time since I've seen an Adam Sandler movie. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. And I think someone was saying something along the lines of he's doing like that voice and it. Yeah, he's doing like a, like it's, it's, I think an attempt to, you know, throw back to, to, you know, his olden days, but I don't know. Adam
0: Sandler is one of those people that like respected friends of mine who usually I trust their opinions, Mm -hmm. swear that the man's a genius and (laughs) these films are amazing. I have never watched any Adam Sandler movie or anything with him in it that has made me think anything other than, fuck me, this is terrible.
1: <laughs> never, never. I've heard. Um, I haven't seen I it, but he I did. heard. Um, what's it called? As good uh, the the most recent one, the. Jewels. Uncut gems. gems. Uncut gems.
0: I've heard that is very jewels. You know, the family um, jewels. Family jewels. Um, yeah, I've heard that is good. Punch drunk love. Again, I've never watched Punch drunk love. I think and I think it's because of Adam Sandler. I think it's mm. because of Adam Sandler. That's
1: fair.
0: Um, you know, I've tried watching those, I don't know, Squeaky Gilmore, you know. Um, yeah, those
1: are, I mean, I remember loving those as a kid. Like those were like Happy Gilmore and... Um, buddy
0: to Buddy, um, <laughs> yeah. Rats in the Neighborhood. <laughs> I don't know. They just. Uh. I think I was just at the cutoff point, I think. I no. think I was just a little bit too old.
1: yeah. They, they were like they're super ridiculous. They're like hyper, hyper ridiculous, and it definitely is like, yeah, it was ten-year-old boy humor mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for the most part. I mean,
0: and don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to say that I've got some sort of sophisticated sense of humor. I mean, obviously I do, but you absolutely um, do. Yeah, famously, famously so. Um, anyway, I feel like we're getting bogged down on Adam Sandler <laughs> here. <laughs> I mean, he, he does. He has a tendency to bog bog. Yeah, him. he'll do that. He'll bogged do that. Down. Gosh, he damn you it. Down. Anywho, so that's be Halloween. Okay. be
1: Halloween. Check it yeah. out because I might. <laughs> I, actually, don't. Don't do that. Don't listen to me. That's a terrible yeah. – don't do it. No, no, no.
0: Well, it's a Saturday night, Brian, so you know what that means. It's movie night. It's Saturday night movie club
1: with oh. a select choice of friends. Um, I thought you were going to say it's uh, all right for fighting to get a little action in, you know? Pint in a fight. Mm-hmm that my my dream Saturday night I love it I Mm -hmm. can't
0: get enough of it scrapping tearing it up in the city center Mm -hmm. uh one I we once met a Finnish fellow um who told us we went for dinner with him and his girlfriend and his friends and over the course of the evening they were they were there was a couple of wild things about these Finns they are a crazy people anyway I remember this I remember
1: this actually because I think
0: I met them yes they were very we they did. were great i really liked them they were very nice and also insane and um, so he was <laughs> telling us he was telling us that in finland i think in helsinki basically you know but that's what you're looking for on a saturday night is oh brian's got a mason jar with water look what i've got brian look at Hello. that
1: mm-hmm. it keeps the ghosts out that's why i use it mason sure jar.
0: does that's holy water brian mm-hmm. um it's can't get enough of it really Gets the back of the throat. Anyway, I'm digressing. The Finns, Helsinki, Saturday night, your ideal is to get absolutely pissed up and then have a fight. And he told us that if you walk through Helsinki station on a Saturday night, somebody will just punch you. They will just punch you because the only reason that you are there is for a fight. Nobody is getting a train. I don't know what time, I don't know if there's a cutoff point. If it's like, oh, it's 9 30, that's the last train, we better get out of here. He was like, you're gonna get hit because someone will just see you and be like, right, I'm fighting you because we're up for a fight. Yeah. And he but was it's
1: sort of like a like a gentleman's agreement type thing. Like it's yeah. like no, no
0: Nobody hard thanks. feelings. No, no hard yeah. feelings. Exactly. There's no reason for this fight other than we are just some we've just got some pent-up aggression and we need to let off some steam. Finish style.
1: Well, you know what? I was gonna. I was going to bring up some maybe for Halloween we could talk about some some personal ghost stories and I was thinking this one actually kind of ties in mm-hmm. uh, to both of our sort of like time in New York mm-hmm. um, which maybe it's not necessarily a ghost story but m- more so just a spooky thing. Mm-hmm. So you and I as I think we've, we've mentioned this on the pod before but we both worked at an Apple store
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that Apple store used to be it, like a slaughterhouse pretty much in because it was in the um it's in the meat packing district yeah yeah um i and, didn't know that incidentally. oh really I did,
0: not, I did not know that it was a slaughterhouse it was, it was like
1: yeah it was like a slaughterhouse and um because like that whole area was like meat processing mm-hmm. and stuff and actually you can see um you can see that building in the movie uh serpico Really? You can actually see, yeah, there's a shot in the movie Cerbico where you can actually see the uh, the Apple store that we worked in. Obviously, it wasn't the Apple store then, it was probably full of dead cows or mm-hmm. was abandoned at that point. Anyways, I'm digressing. So. There beneath this apple store were sort of the remnants of because I mean obviously like mm-hmm. the whole building had been gutted, but were kind of the remnants of the at least the floor plan of what this thing was. And there was these sort of like catacomb like exactly, tunnels it's, it's exactly the word i would use brian exactly
0: the word i would use to describe them yeah
1: yes yeah, so so you know you and i were um you know we were working in the back of house so we would have to do some stuff where we were like moving stuff around in this basement because we, we would be in the basement all the time we were but every so often we'd have to go back into these like mm-hmm. tunnels and it was just like there was like multiple turns, but this is the thing I remember most about it is where you would look down one hallway mm-hmm. and then you could see where it turned, but then that hallway went like in another direction. And then that turned again. So like it's wild, it was, it was like, and if, if someone even if they were at one end of the door and then like you were at where the other one entered, if you like yelled, you probably wouldn't have been able to hear it just because like, Oh no wait, super no narrow. And
0: it was, and I just, the <sighs> best way I have to describe it that I used to describe it to people. And I remember saying this to you because it would often be a, a two-person job and you'd be wheeling like a car full of whatever crap along these catacombs. I was like, this is feels almost exactly like an alien when yeah. Harry Kane Stanton, and I don't know the name of the other actor, are like the engineers. They're like the grunts, like the grease monkeys of the Nostromo. Mm-hmm. And they're just like wheeling this shit around the back passages of of, of, of the ship. Just waiting to, just waiting for the fucking alien to jump out. But just mainly sort of walking around, grumbling and complaining. That was basically the feeling. But then this sort of weird tunnels because it was even had the industrial feel of the pipes, all yeah. oh, pipes everywhere. You got to watch your head. Oh, I've almost knocked my head there. Yeah,
1: it was the creepiest, creepiest place. Um, it was also like it was quiet, which is like mm-hmm. weird. It's like it's very strange because like obviously in New York, there's not a whole lot of quiet places. Regardless, yes. like you know, even when you're in you know, a tranquil park or something like that, you know, you still get, it's still kind of bustling. So it's one of those things, it's one of the only places that I remember being quiet in New Mm -hmm. York and Mm -hmm. it was like deathly quiet. Yeah, And it was also underground. Underground. (laughs) I just remember like getting the heebie-jeebies going through there, especially knowing that, you know, maybe it's full of cow ghosts or something. I mean, Mm -hmm. maybe, who knows, but. Chicken ghosts, cow ghosts. Mm -hmm. Presumably a couple of people were, were whacked in there yeah. come on that's true that could there was definitely like you know mob connections that could have been mm-hmm. that could have been something there i don't think i don't think i ever had any sort of ghostly experience down there but if it was gonna happen it was gonna Apple happen store, that's it was it would gonna
0: have been be. there yeah. it would have been there
1: i think the, there uh, were some people that we worked with that said they had weird experiences down there yeah
0: no there was people that would say that but I'm fairly certain they were full of shit Um it was a very good place to jump out and scare people.
1: Definitely. Oh yeah. I, you know, to be honest, I'm usually all for that kind of thing, but when right I was there. down there, I was just like, I just want to get in and get the fuck out because it was, yeah. that place was creepy. It was, it was. That was like one of the, you know what it kind of reminded me too is, um, I don't think I ended up going when we we're in Scotland, but, um. My parents went to the, uh, um, oh, what are they called? There was like these vaults, or um, is it in Edinburgh?
0: Is it the street th- in Edinburgh that's yeah. like a
1: subterranean street? It's a yeah. of poor
0: fuckers that couldn't afford anywhere. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called. I see the There's one place on the Royal Mile that's called like Annie Something's Close.
1: Or, yeah, it was a close. That's what it was.
0: It's a close, but there is one. There's been a most haunted there, Brian. Let me tell you. Oh. Just something I think to jot. There's drop a
1: ghost there. adventures there too.
0: Yeah. It's really famous. It's really famously, um, yeah, active.
1: Mm-hmm. But it was like designed the, uh, our- to be like a marketplace or something, but then like it, it filled with water and shit. So they're like, we don't want to do this here. So then it became like a space where just yeah. people with no place to go would just go. Yeah.
0: People would live. People would live. But there is a thing of that in Edinburgh. I don't know if it's, I don't think it's unique to that. I think there are a couple of streets that are completely subterranean where people had active houses underground. That's fuck wild. that <laughs> fuck
1: that yeah yep. i mean if it was anything like the the apple store catacombs yeah yeah yep. yeah um yeah i went we
0: went to edinburgh four years ago and i really wanted to go but i didn't go in the end next time one day brian
1: one day we'll get there we'll yeah. get there um, I think my parents went and it was like I think they said it was an all right. The thing they, I think the thing they went to was a bit tourist trappy. Yeah. And that's kind of their. I think that was the issue. But the the structure itself was apparently it's really very cool. I think it's just been I think it got filled in and then they like dug mm-hmm. it out for um, as like a little touristy thing. So I I think it's it might be a little it might be a I little you, I want to go. This isn't spooky,
0: but there's a place there's a subterranean little village, but really small called Scarabray. It's like 3,000 mm. years old or 4,000 years old. The basically, I can't remember where it is, if it's on Orkney or Shetland. Anyway, one of these islands in the north. Basically, about 100 years ago, a massive storm blew away half a beach. And what it revealed was this little, like perfect Iron Age I don't know what age I'm guessing. Bronze Age, Iron Age, I don't fucking know. Like 3,000-year-old village that was, in ten, that was incredibly sophisticated. It was like had subterranean streets, uh, doors. It's all made of, of stone. There's no wood there. So that's how it all survived. Basically, these subterranean streets with little houses, front doors in them. Inside, they even had like stone cabinets with um, like little knickknacks on them. People were even having knickknacks then. Like highly valued, the doors had locks on them. Like ridiculous, because like apparently it was a couple of degrees warmer then, so there was mm. like loads of fish, like tropical fish. It was less cold. Amazing. Anyway, there we go. That's one that I want to see. Scarabre. That's awesome. Yeah. I don't know if there's been any ghost activity there, but it looks freaking amazing. Just Google image
1: scarabray. Looks amazing. Yeah. Um, that sounds amazing. I I love stuff bananas. like that. Yeah, it's bananas. It's, but I yeah, that's actually speaking of which, when we were in. When we were in Scotland, it was when they were having the. uh, It was like the the longest drought or the hottest year or something that they had had in like twenty something odd years. And what had been happening um, is that because like you know the sun had been beating down and all the like the grass was starting to die, it was revealing um like in some like these old ruins and stuff like where structures were or subterranean structures because you would see like the outlines and stuff so i don't think we saw any but i just remember like while we were there um there was like some articles and stuff i was reading about how like the drought had essentially been revealing all these um hidden structures uh
0: there which was cool so you had nice weather when you were there
1: it was nice It, it was it was crazy it we you know, obviously people talk about how it always rains. I think it yeah. maybe rained once. Um, and it was dry. It was crazy yeah. dry. It was like their biggest spell for I think they said for 27 years. Was that last year? It was last year or two years ago. I can't yeah. remember. Because I know there's been lots of really
0: they've had a couple of run they've had a run of good summers where my parents have been like, No, this is crazy. This does, does, does doesn't happen. Yeah. 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 And how did you find the the fact it doesn't really get
1: dark? Oh yeah, that was weird. It's bananas. Yeah, that was super weird. It definitely kid, threw me off for a while because, i I was trying to get used to the, the uh, to the time zone, anyways. Yeah. And then on top of that, it's yeah. like
0: ten thirty, and it's still light. Yeah, that was it's super crazy. weird. Yeah. yeah, when you're a kid, it's amazing because you just oh, ride yeah. around on your bike. You're like, so my mom and dad used to go away a lot, and my my eldest brother, who's four years older than me, used to be in charge, and of course, he was just like see ya (laughs) was just like gone for like a week so we i was like you know 13 just like you're like we can do whatever we want just had to go and check in with my grandma like once a week (laughs) no like every couple of days to make sure we weren't dead and yeah we'd just be out on our bikes until like you'd just be out until like 2 a.m because it never properly gets dark even when it's dark if you look in if you look north the sky is black but if you look south the sky is sort of light blue it's not really
1: dark um you know what I was gonna mention before, this just kind of popped back into my head was the idea of it never getting like fully dark when mm-hmm. you're a kid in the summer. Like I'm assuming it's usually in the summer, right? That this is happening. Yeah, in the winter, yeah, it's in the winter. It's like gets it gets dark stupidly yeah. early. You have the wonderful
0: thing in the winter of you go to school in the dark and you come home in the dark.
1: Yeah, that's uh that's no good. Gross. Um but when I I wonder about this then. So did you did you ever play any games like, um, do you have like the equivalent of, have you ever played Manhunt? Did you ever play Manhunt as a kid? I don't know Manhunt. Oh, probably okay. a variation on it, but tell me, explain to me. Explain oh, to me Manhunt. The, the, whole, the whole deal is like, it's, it's a game you mostly play in the summer because you wait. And it's, the reason I'm bringing it up is because it being dark is like a, a, it's like you need it to be dark in order to play. Because it's pretty much like a game of, it's pretty much like a game of tag for the most part. I'm, now I'm almost like blanking out on like what even the full rules are. It's sort of like a folk, I would say almost like a folk game. Like everyone knows it and sort of plays it. Like if you mentioned to someone, even inside from all game, different. Inside game, outside game. Outside game. Okay. So it's like, as soon as it would get dark, a bunch of kids would sort of like gather up hmm. and be like, oh, you want to play manhunt? We'll play manhunt. And it was like, <laughs> there was like a base. I think, I think the whole deal was that, someone hid mm-hmm. would go like out into the neighborhood and this would, you play it across like your entire neighborhood. And yeah. sometimes you'd like go from one neighborhood to another neighborhood to go play manhunt with the people there. Cause you just knew mm-hmm. there was manhunt games going on. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I'm trying to remember the rules now. Cause I think it would vary from place to place that you would go. I think it's almost regional or it would even, it would change sure. from neighborhood to neighborhood. Sure. I mean. And you would like one person would go out and hide mm-hmm. And then oh, that's what it was. One person would stand at a spot mm-hmm. and they would count and everyone else would have to go and hide. And then they would go and try to find you. And like the whole object was to come back to the, to the starting place. But you would sort of like wait um, while this person was counting. So it was like kind of like hide and seek. But there was like this sort of like this air of danger to it because it was sure. dark and then sure. also you were like trying to get back to this base without getting captured by the the person who's like doing the manhunt
0: if you get captured do you then help find other people
1: i think Are you you're just out
0: turn gamekeeper oh that seems like a missed opportunity
1: oh yeah maybe, no. maybe that you know what i think that was a variation i think sometimes be- you would play it you'd be out because there was like there was rules where like it would change from night to night or um depending on who you're playing with we didn't have Manhunt. We did, however, have the most violent game
0: in um, childhood gaming, British Bulldog, Brian. The greatest the greatest of all the schoolyard games. <laughs> a game so violent, it was outlawed at our school. Oh. Um, so this this was an outside game, but not, this was in the very much had to be in school and you would have to get from one side of the playground to the other side of the playground. There'd be a designated wall. It would start, I feel like it would start with one british bulldog Mm -hmm. and you just had to you had to like run from one side to the other and if but if you got touched you became a bulldog Mm -hmm. and basically the object was to stop people getting from one side of the playground and it would just end in fucking carnage because people would be doing rugby tackles people would be dumped on their head onto concrete it was but
1: so much fun Brian so much fun i was going to say i've played this game but in the united states we call it something different we called What's that red called? red rover was that red rover and like the one person that. would start in the the beginning or like start the one person who's the red rover yeah. uh would stand in the center and say red rover red rover i call and then they'd yeah. say the person over and then that person would have to run try to run to the other side without yeah. getting like tackled or or captured yeah, yeah. and then if yeah. they did you know, they would have to be, you know, then they were part of it and they would sure. then be a Red Rover too. I'm sure it goes back to like, have you have you ever seen these, um, they still do them. It's
0: like the original football. What football, you know, originally was would be like two towns mm-hmm. would play each other. But this goes back, this is like the 1300s, like 1400s where two towns would play each other. And basically there'd be a designated goal. I don't know, the butcher shop, in cleavethorpe and then the bakers (laughs) in little st ives and you would just have to get the ball would just be you you, it doesn't have to be your foot doesn't have to be your hand it just has to be thrown from like you but you would just it would take like they would play for like 10 hours four people would die and it would just be like carnage and people fucking loved it yeah just couldn't get enough of it and it was so popular but remembering this thing there was like it was so popular I can't remember which king it is. There was a king who had to outlaw football being played because people were not practicing their archery. They were like getting lax with their archery.
1: People loved it. Just couldn't get enough of it. Um yeah, that's yeah. like the the um going even further back than that. It's the um the original form of lacrosse that the Native Americans played would yeah. be across several like it would be across miles. Yeah. Um and it would go for like weeks. Yeah. And like, it was very similar where they, they had the ball and like a, a net and it'd be like a, yeah. I think like leather bound type yeah, yeah, yeah. ball. And yeah. like, you know, it was, the sticks were actually pretty close to like what a lacrosse stick looks like now. And it was this yeah. war game where, yeah, yeah, people would die and like, yeah. but I mean, but everyone loved it apparently. People couldn't get enough of it. Couldn't yeah. get enough of it. But also it is interesting because it's what, because particularly
0: Americans get particularly offended, I find if you refer to football or they will make the point of saying, or you're football, mm. football. Um, and then I remember. I before, could not give a fuck. <laughs> of course, Brian, of <laughs> course you couldn't because you're, a, you're a, just a person and, um, and who cares? But it, people, i people get super offended. My neighbor, love him. Lovely chat. Very nice. He likes to sit out of a night and smoke a cigar and he will watch any football Mm. as you people call it um through his window but he's really nice we have a good chat but even he bristles a little bit um if you say football but i I was i blew a colleague of our mind by saying to him yeah but what you need to understand is everybody calls their game football because they're all just different codes of the same original sport that was Mm -hmm. called football nice fact you know why it's called football Mm -mm. because it's not to signify that you would kick a ball with your foot, it's because you were playing it on your foot. It was to because mm. usually you would play it on a horse, rich like people a foot, playing a foot race it's a like foot that. race, you're not playing it on a horse, you're not on a horse throwing it, you're playing it on your feet.
1: I'd never knew I, that, like, yeah great fact great fact that's a great fact okay. i'm tucking
0: that one away that one's getting filed you put that away so when everybody says foot everybody calls their sport football because it's all a variation of the same fucking sport it's all they all started as a game where like two villages would just throw a ball around and then it got you know like people would come up with their own rules for it so it's okay for everybody to call it football but don't get offended when somebody else calls it football <laughs> that's okay everybody can call it football it's fine
1: it's fine it's fucking fine. I Are just get it on the my opinion? screen.
0: That's no, that'll happen from time yeah. to time. Um, that's,
1: that's amazing. I I yeah. never knew that. Like, and that makes sense with like it's like a game of the commoners that you play like yeah. on your feet rather than being up on a horse. Like you know, exactly. in comparison to the the royal uh exactly. sort of horsey haughty, games. Most haughty, haughty sports players
0: <laughs> throwing a. There's, oh, there's a great one. I think there's a version. That the gauchos used to play of what's it called? What's the really posh one that people play? Polo. Polo. Mm-hmm. Called pato, where they just used to throw a dead duck around. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, the gauchos in Argentina used to play pato,
1: where as opposed to throwing a ball, they would just throw a dead duck. That's yeah. you'd think like out of all the things you could throw around. I mean, I guess maybe that's where like the uh, I wonder if that's like the origin of the birdie, like think with little about feathers. It, though,
0: Brian. Think about it. You've got that good neck. You've got that long mm. neck to hold on to. You could twirl that thing
1: around your head and let go. You just gonna... think, there'd be other uh, other ways to do that. Other, I mean, that like you know, make make a, a rope, put a like a, a attach a rope to a ball or something. Put a rope around a badger, something. Yeah. <laughs> why a duck? Why yeah, why, why a duck? Right. Come on, what did they ever do?
0: Um, th- talking of the neck, I don't know why this has leapt into my head, but you know. The um, how to put this? I'm just going to come out with it. The arse wipe of choice mm-hmm. for your medieval royal: a swan's neck. Ah, oh. yeah. Think I about guess, it though; you can yeah. get, get that good purchase between the bum cheeks. You get that down there, but it's soft, oh. it's downy. So, would it be oh, like a dead? Would they just it would be dead? They would sever the head. You would just have a collection And presumably you it would be hard. It would be,
1: you know, rigor mortis is set in. It's just basically like a fluffy stick. Well, that's that's the part that I was wondering about is the like it like I guess since it's dead and it, it'd be all floppy, I, I I it doesn't feel like it'd be rigid enough to like I don't know. I don't maybe know. Maybe they let it maybe they left it to dry, but
0: anyway, old uh, Henry the Eighth.
1: Henry the Eighth. Think about that. Yeah, that's like yeah, I remember seeing fixtures like this that were like bristly brushes i remember just looking at that and being like there's you know obviously we've come very far from where that was but you'd think like you know like there's like even just doing that it's like there's got to be a better way there's got to be a better way there's got to be a better way to do surely there's got to be a better way surely
0: surely like even a leaf just use a leaf and you know that was the most privileged position in court like the real primo Mm. spot that you could have would be the official arse wiper of the king. Because think about it, Brian, it's just you and the king in that room. Mm-hmm. You've got his ear. You've got right. Oh yeah. You've got his ear.
1: You could, you could. I think, it's called, I think,
0: it's, I think it was called the groom of the stool stool oh, yes. as
1: in turd groom of the stool. Yeah. Cause I mean, Really, when it comes down to it, like obviously that sounds you know gross to do, but and mm-hmm. and at that point, that's that's a pretty cushy job to be honest. Like oh, in cushy. comparison to like I don't know, but but like think moving about- around plague bodies with a pitchfork. Oh, listen, you're absolutely
0: spot on. You are, of course, you are. But the thing that gets you think about that this, just the size of Henry VIII's arms, mm-hmm. yeah, and also how much meat is that man eating? Oof. Think about yeah. that. A, Gaudi, Gaudi a gouty gouty ass gouty ass <laughs> there's got to be gout crystals also what's going on there <laughs> oh, you, oh, i've just barfed on your back sorry we we're just don't
1: talking me. about gout for some reason oh you know what we watched the um of course you were have you seen the favorite i have it's a great movie it's a great movie loved yeah. it but she had a she had a bit of gout in that she had a. Bit that's of why gout. i was talking about yeah. it. Yeah, she had a bit of gout. She had a bit of gout, in that <laughs> I don't
0: know if any of his grooms had to fillet Henry the hmm Yeah,
1: I mean, as, as I those, assume so. As, to be honest, as,
0: you would assume so, wouldn't you? Yeah. As those gals, as those gals had to do to old Queen Anne. Anyways, gout,
1: <laughs> gout,
0: gout. It's interesting you say that because there was a bit of there was a bit of Queen Anne chat in our household last night. Um, oh, camp, camp for the life of me, remember why I was boring my wife with chat of Queen Anne? But there we go. <laughs> um, <laughs> there was some reason that we were talking about it. Why? Well, anyway, I don't know. I like to think there was a good, good quality ghost, mm. though. Of course, not that she was a Tudor, but Tudors before them. But I feel like it's a good time period of ghosts it feels uh, like a ghostly era for sure it does it does it definitely an does. era fraught with ghosts fraught with ghosts um queen anne yeah but that's a bit time after anyway mm-hmm. I'm just sure, we, we once stayed we once stayed in a mansion um which is sort of pre Anne period a bit pre, pre a bit pre-queen anne mm-hmm. um, my mum's. Friend Anna used to be the housekeeper, and her husband. Did, I, did we cover this on the pod, or was I just telling? Oh, you did tell me.
1: Is this the one with the long dark hallway? The
0: long dark hallway. Yeah, we husband, did talk about this one. Did we talk about this on, on the pod? Did we I think so. That? We did. Anyway, yeah, but that's what it always thinks me. Yeah, terrifying, terrifying mansion, terrifying. That's the only mansion I've ever stayed in. Mm-hmm. And we were staying in the top floor, which was like a flat, like a a modern flat, so it wasn't too spooky to sleep in but even so i insisted on sleeping between both of my brothers cuz i was so freaked out but
1: um i'd be freaked out too actually you know what that's a that's a good segue into this question which i asked i asked paula this question a bit ago and i thought mm-hmm. i would i would present it to you too which mm-hmm. is like what's the the level of um haunting that you'd be willing to like to to sort of deal with to in terms of like how moving haunted? into a place like how haunted of a place would you move into Bearing in mind, I am one of the
0: premier wusses in the nation, Brian. I'm looking at, well, no. See, I was going to say I am looking into new build, mm-hmm. first occupants. Right. But let me tell you this, Brian, which I may have covered in a previous pod. Unfortunately, I cannot ever remember anything I said oh, yeah, before. New, so house, I ghost. new house, old ghosts. New house, old ghosts, Brian. We've experienced that in my family, or so claims my mother. You so really, part. I guess, I guess it's like, you know, you never know you, it could just, you just can't, there's nothing, there's nothing you can, but, but in all seriousness, I see the goals. You see what I see? The thing, my issue is sleeping. Mm-hmm. If you leave me alone while I'm asleep, I can deal with, I can deal with some mild haunting. Okay. Yeah. You disturb me during my sleep. That's not going to fly. I just, Mm -hmm. yeah.
1: What was Paula's answer? Let me, let me, let me hear Paula's answer and I'll work off that. Paula pretty much said like, it really wouldn't bother her at all. In terms of like, this is exactly my issue with real, with actual tough guy people, you know, um, but I think maybe I present, I kind of presented it to her in a little bit of a different way. It's like, let's say here, let's, let's, uh, I'll present it situationally. Mm-hmm. You go and you see a house and you really like it. You're like kind of like looking around. It's like this place seems good. Mm-hmm. But as you're as you're leaving, your neighbor tells you, mm-hmm. "Did you know? Yeah. Do you know uh have you heard what goes on in there at all? Did you hear and what then happened there?" They go on to tell you some sort of spooky story. Would mm-hmm. that deter you from moving yeah. into that place? I think that's kind of that's more so how I presented it.
0: I would need more information. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. It would certainly, I'm honestly, I'm such a wuss that it would, I, if it was really nice, I would probably mm-hmm. be like, it's okay. But it would certainly be in the back of my head. Yeah. it's. It would certainly be there.
1: What was so, your answer to the question? I don't think it would deter me. I actually think I would, first, I think I'd be even maybe more interested into it. I think there's two, I think there's two parts of this though. It's like, if... It's just this one person. It's like, all right, that's just a crazy neighbor, something like that. But if it's a story, that's sort of like
0: that's a good point. Tell if, it's a local, then, if it's a local town favorite, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, yeah. And so it depends what's going on, or if
0: it's just one person telling it. What's ha- what's happening in the house? Is I need to know what's happening. Is it, is it a, male- is it a malevolent spirit? Is it a? Kind is it a baby? demon? Is it a demon? <laughs> Or is it a kindly nana mm-hmm. who's just happy to have some kids in the house again? So it's she watches, for you. It's She watches, she watches over them. Sure. Mm-hmm. Is she pestering anybody? That's my question.
1: Yeah. So for you, it sounds like you're the, the way that you engage it is sort of the you would need to know the specificity of the ghost. Well, you need to know you. the, the, the well, level of haunting if it's if it's like a malevolent evil type thing. So there's seems different things. Like that's gonna be your cutoff. Let just there's a couple of I've had a few incidents that happen in my life.
0: Mm-hmm. And there's one that happened, there was something that happened. So we had an apartment in Mexico City. It was on the top of a house. It was like a separate apartment. It was like a like a granny annex. Like so, you know, like a separate apartment mm-hmm. on top of the house. You had to go up through their garage to get into the front door of our apartment. And in that new, fairly new, not an old, nothing, nothing spooky, nothing scary about the house, except. From time to time, lights would switch on and off. Mm -hmm. The first time this happened to me, I was on the phone to Isabel, who was at her parents' house, and I was sitting in the living room, bedroom door just off the living room. I'm talking to her. The bedroom light was on. There's just, I just hear a very, very audible click, and the light turns off. The bedroom light turns off. Now, my issue with that. Mm -hmm. No, it wasn't a terrifying issue, but I just became fixated. It was like, wh- what if this happens when I'm in bed? I'm not going to be able to deal with that. If the, It was the question of what could happen. Not that it's terrifying, but just what if this happens? That'll really freak me out if this happens when I am in bed, when I'm just not expecting light to switch on. And it happened yeah. a few times where the, it happened, the living room light got switched on a couple of times the bedroom light got switched on once that's all that happened just three switch light switch instances but that's not a spooky thing but that kind of, it got to me because it's like what if this happens what happens when i'm vulnerable brian what happens right, when I'm, you're when this happens it's what the, the lights go on while you're it's, asleep while i'm asleep it's always when i'm <laughs> sleeping that's my issue
1: i am a funky sleeper at the best of times
0: but i can't take that
1: ah it would definitely freak me out, but I think it would just interest me though too a little bit. Like my my interest it would didn't be. Put, and it didn't, but it didn't put me off the it wasn't like mm-hmm. so when you say like these things, it
0: wasn't enough to really freak me out and be like, Oh my god, we've gotta leave the apartment. But it was like it was also like, Oh man, don't do this when I'm in the apartment by myself. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. I would move I think I would move into a haunted house. You would do it? I would do it, yeah. You would do it. Depends Mm. on the house. It depends on the vibe of the house. If the house feels like it has a nice atmosphere, if I like the house and I feel it's got a nice atmosphere, I wouldn't. I would be okay with it. I'm going to be okay. If there's a ghost that I find out is throwing shit, not doing that. No, no No poltergeist activity.
1: No poltergeist activity is a big no for me. It's a hard no. So it's it's Um, definitely a sliding scale for you. Even like, and there's even the specificity of the mm -hmm. type of ghost. So like friendly, mm -hmm. friendly grandma ghost. Thumbs up, yep. poltergeist. Thumbs down, demon. Yep. Two thumbs down. Now, Brian, I'm going to tell. So, there's I do have a couple of things that went on at the house
0: in France, and one of them was weird, and this freaked me out. So, the dog was going bananas in the garden one night. I took him out for a piss, he's going bananas. And I got this horror, like a really creepy feeling of like, I don't like this. And then I had this weird thing where I kind of said to myself, like, no, you're not going to be freaked out about this. And I kind of had like a moment. I don't know if I said out loud or if I just made a specific thing of like, you're not creeping me out. Like, you don't scare me. Go away. Leave me alone. And my dog. There was other people in the house. Not just me by myself, but anyway, I had this weird, like a weird incident. Mm-hmm. Didn't think any more about it, took the dog in, but the dog was going bananas in a very, very odd way. Now, that could be a ple- that could be a that could be a myriad sure. things. That could be anything in there. But it was really weird, and I got this really horrible, creepy feeling. I said, no. I went upstairs that night when I went to bed. This was weird, and I have no explanation for this. My bag, I had my bag what would you call that? Just not a rucksack, one that goes over your arm, you know, just a general messenger bag, a messenger bag. Mm. Went to get something at my bag inside the messenger bag. All the lining of the messenger bag was torn. It had been Mm. completely torn. Like someone had yanked it, but like, so the lining was completely torn at the bag was completely torn. That wasn't me. And that lining was not torn beforehand. So I, no, I don't, my family are not, we are not sort of practical jokers who would, my, I don't have a brother who would go, oh, like tear out the lining of his bag for no reason. It'd be reason. a bad joke anyways. It'd be a bad. It would just be bad. It's not funny. So everybody was like, I was like, this sounds weird, but did you accidentally tear the lining out of my bag? And they were like, of course not. That would be insane. So that's one of the weirdest things that I've had. And what went in my head was just like, that was like a fuck you. You should be fucking scared of me. Fuck you. Think you're tough? Fuck
1: you. Here's a taste. Here's a little taste of what now I'm going to Now how you are you going to carry your uh, how? your CD you player are, and your Walkman? Do you, know you know what's going to happen? You're going to be looking
0: for a pen and you're not going to find it because guess what? It slipped down behind the lining of that bag. It's gone. You are going to suddenly remember to check behind the lining. Do you know what you're going to find? You're going to find a rotten fucking apple back there. Or a hand, or a demon's hand. <laughs> One of the two. I, ha- I did find a demon's hand down there once. Mm. Um, anyway, I didn't. That would be ridiculous. But um, so, yeah, that would freak
1: would me. At- that so would that- freak yeah, me out.
0: That was a weird instance. So it was either like, what the fuck was that? Mm-hmm. Am I insane, or is a member of my family insane? So that was a. That's a triple. That's a triple, triple threat. That's a triple threat. Mm-hmm. what's that about so that always tickled me a little bit in the i don't like this so that house if it was something like that that again it wasn't enough to put you off buying that they listen we'd already bought the house my parents already owned it yeah it's you're you're in you're in but it did uns- it did it do you know what it did it rattled me mm-hmm. it rattled me and i think that was the purpose of it it was a rattling now again It sounds weird and it sounds insane, but I have no explanation for that. None. Because that bag was not torn before. And it was a big tear. Like the entire back of the bag, the whole lining was torn out.
1: Hmm. That's
0: what Zach Bagans would call
1: paranormal. Paranormal.
0: It's not normal. It's It's just not normal.
1: And it it could be mental health issues on my part. But that was weird. Oh, you know what? I was gonna I was gonna ask you this before too. With the lights, I think mm-hmm. this is an important question to ask too. Uh, with the light lights flicking on and off, yeah, because um, it could help determine the nature oh, of the spirit. Sure, was it just the lights themselves turning on and off, like the light bulb, like mm-hmm. the fixture, or were you seeing like Did you go over and was the 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 I heard the I heard the switch flip. I heard the click. Mm.
0: That's what alerted me. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was looking my bed, but it was like, the the thing that I remember is hearing like, what? Like, so literally heard that. So you
1: heard the Yeah. Heard so the switch. That actually, that makes it, that's an important detail, I think, there. Because yeah. that's like, you know, if your lights are flickering and they're just mm-hmm. going on and off, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe that's a ghost. You know, they say something about, you know, electromagnetic stuff, right? Sure. It's like the. Sure. But the I, if that just be like that, I would be like, oh, that's weird. It's easier would- to write that off as like you know, yeah. the the shitty wiring or something like that. However, the actual flipping or hearing the the switch or seeing it even, yeah, the fact of it going up and down that's you know that signifies maybe poltergeist activity because it's the, uh, it, you know it's it's yeah. something manifesting and yeah. switching or you know yeah. creating energy right. That's what freaked me out. So the thing is,
0: and I, I don't say these as somebody who just walks in and it's just immediate. Like my mom growing up with my mother who immediately will just be like, oh, it's a ghost. That was a ghost. You're like, that was the wind. That was a bird. That was the dog. Ghost. It drives you the opposite direction. You go to the opposite direction of like, I just, I'm like, no, that's just ridiculous. Like, I will really try to come up with answers and not just be like, oh, that was a ghost. And I'm not even to this day. I don't even say, "Oh, a ghost did this to my bag." A ghost flicked on that switch. But I am like, I don't know what the fuck that was. I don't know what that was. It was weird. That is weird. Yep.
1: Excuse me. Let's file it under paranormal.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Boom. But boom. That's the. That's not just a general boom. That's a. Boom. A stamp. That's yeah. the paranormal stamp going down.
1: Speaking yep. of ghostly wind, I always. Do you do you get the uh, do you get the Santa Ana winds down there? Sure do, Brian. Yeah, I like this. Yeah. I it's it's very ghostly. I, it's it's ghostly in a uh, kind of comforting way that I like. For some reason, how so? It's we we have this like alley next to us. Yeah, and the wind sort of goes through it and makes a little bit of yeah. a howling sound, and it's like ghostly in a way that I kind of like. Okay, it gives me ghostly. It, it gives me ghostly allergies. <laughs> I think that's going on now for me they're, they're they're bringing all the the ghostly allergies up this way.
0: Yeah, the ghost sneezes. Yeah, I've had it.
1: <laughs> a sneeze in the night.
0: A sneeze in the night. Exactly. If I heard a sneeze in the night, that would scare me. It would scare me. But it would be quite in a way it would be slightly comforting mm. to know that people still have to sneeze when they're dead.
1: Yeah, they they still have the same afflictions that we do in the living as as living folk exactly tethered to this earth (laughs) and it's pollen
0: now brian did we ever come to the get to the bottom of the brian shout out in the night
1: no you know i was i was gonna loop back onto that um no more instances recently but Mm. um i'll definitely keep you posted if anything happens I, i i had talked to paula about it and she said you know it was probably just me you know, shouting in my sleep. Yeah, as she's you know she's done before once or twice before. She's a
0: shouter. Okay. Yeah.
1: Um okay. She's actually. You know what the scariest ones though are. But I've what? heard it. Sometimes she'll laugh, and that is the one that uh, scares me the most. Uh, I've woken up from a dead sleep to laughing, and that is that was um, that's sent shivers up my no. spine. No sir. No. Sir. But then, like, I immediately like I knew what had happened. Like I figured it out pretty quickly. Um, mm-hmm. But man, did that scare, scare the heck out of me.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Have you ever thought about setting up some sort of EVP recorder? In all seriousness, i it though, some thought. I don't think I, uh, yeah, man, if I heard something, mm-hmm. if I was just fucking around in the house and I put that on and I heard something, I think we all know I wouldn't, but if I did,
1: mm-hmm.
0: man, that would scare the bejesus out of me.
1: Yeah, Should we round this one out with, um, do you remember uh, mentioning, I think we were talking about uh, that other ghost podcast that we really liked, the um, Real Life Ghost. Uh, yeah. What is it?
0: Real Life Ghost Stories. Real Life Ghost Stories. Quality. Quality Ghost Pod.
1: Yeah. And I think you and I were just texting back and forth because a story was sent in where they mentioned finding a chair in the middle of the woods. <laughs> and just that image. It's mm-hmm. like, for some reason, a chair, just like a normal, I, I can immediately see it, maybe like an old school chair, just yeah. in the middle of the woods for some reason. Why is it so off-putting? It's terrifying. It's just like a little, it's a it's little terrifying. Because it shouldn't be there. Why is that there? Yeah. Who put that there? Why is it there? Is that is that what it is? Is it like, oh, this is a thing that isn't supposed to be here, and it begs yeah. the question? It's completely out of place. It's out of its place, mm. I
0: think. Yeah. Some, there's a story to that chair. Why is that chair there? Why is that chair there? Why is that chair there? That sounds
1: like a more so like um, a children's book, though.
0: It does sound like a children's book. Something to think about. Or a sort <laughs> of, um, PBS radio show.
1: Why is that chair there?
0: With me, Jeremy Pineapple.
1: <laughs> Jeremy? Jerothy Pineapple. <laughs> Do you know his work? oh yeah very familiar
0: yeah he's a good dude he's got that he's got that voice crackle just you know
1: he also yeah. did the one it was like uh what is it the the caterpillar that ate himself inside out that's the one i oh, am
0: yeah. um i haven't listened to that part in a while the real life ghost stories because i listened to so many of them i started creating paranormal activity in my house at night so I, oh, you uh, conjured I, it into uh I, conjured it. I managed to whip myself up into such a frenzy I was, I was, I would, in all seriousness, this was when, this is pre-lockdown. So I would be at home with a two-year-old and just as I would go about my day, we would be doing our things. I would just sort of have it on in the background, like the radio. And they're so good. I was just completely addicted. But so, so many of the stories are just chilling, chilling. Chilling. So I would start going over them at night. You would start, and I would be up a lot in the night and I would just start remembering them. And that's when, that's when the old, it's the hypnagogic, what 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 did we say? that was the official name? The hypnagogic, the um, hallucinations. The hypnagogic hallucinations started coming back, so I had a self ban and also, also oh, the misses the you old know, ball and chain, um, said yeah you you don't you got to stop listening to these. This is it's for your health. Yeah, it's for my health, but I just I'm addicted. I have a real, just deep love of ghost stories. People telling me a genuinely creepy ghost story that is my shit like that is the stuff that's like catnip Mm -hmm. i just adore that when somebody surprising gives you a good quality ghost story um that genuinely chills you Mm -hmm. so anyway so Mm -hmm. real life ghost stories they've got they've obviously got some bullshit in there and i'm sure like of course i'm aware of the fact 99 percent of it is bullshit but if it's well told and it is chilling Mm -hmm. i'll eat that up Mm -hmm. just scarf it Mm -hmm. on down i just have another one. Just a little light. Um, but I got, it got a bit, it
1: got a bit silly. I was mm-hmm. listening to many episodes a day
0: and then I just whipped myself up into a nighttime frenzy.
1: <laughs> I kind of like the I'm... idea because like, you know, with paranormal stuff, there's always this sort of a, uh, this idea of conjuring and the idea mm-hmm. of listening to that podcast, essentially as a, 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 a process of conjuring the paranormal <laughs> <laughs> in, gone, into right. real life. The last The last time it
0: happened, the last hypnagogic hallucination was so terrifying. It was just – its a girl. I can see her in my mind. I can see her now. It's a girl, a little blonde girl stood next to the bed.
1: That's horrible. I used to just see – whenever that would happen to me when I was a kid, I would – it wasn't ever that um, defined. It would be like shadow – shadowy mm-hmm. people like i always i would see someone at the edge of my bed and i would think it was i, I would think it was my dad's my like usually like when my dad was leaving super in, early in the morning to go to work he'd say mm-hmm. bye to me in the morning when i was a kid and yeah. so like i think sometimes it was him and then sometimes i was having like a like a hallucination type thing because right, yeah, it yeah. would be like i'd wake up and it'd be just there and it, mm-hmm. and it would i think it was like maybe weird wires getting crossed or something yeah. i don't know Oh, but that spook you out? Right? Or if you were kind of thinking it's your dad, was that okay? Would you it was always confused? okay. It was always, and I think that's why it didn't, I mean, I had other ones that were way scarier, but that one was very consistent. And that one actually wouldn't freak me out. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Cause I think it was just like, I think sometimes I'd be confused mm-hmm. as to whether I was awake or asleep in terms of like, was it, was I seeing my dad or was, wasn't I? Uh, and I'd see like kind of a black shadowy figure just sitting on the edge of my bed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it didn't freak me out for some reason. So I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I've had a black shadowy figure before. I
0: have had that before. Mm-hmm. Annoyingly when there was no light around, So I had to, I literally woke Isabel up screaming like, turn the light on. Cause she had the light by her side of the bed. Turn the light on, turn the light on. There's a man stood by the bed. It was just like, no, there's no,
1: that's yeah. a, that's a coat rack.
0: Mm. That my friend. Is a feather duster no, um it was nothing, but yeah, but this last one, so that's why I've given it I still have not listened i think I listened I had a dipped my toe in a couple of weeks mm-hmm. ago back into real life ghost stories, but it's difficult for me I'm an addict, you know yeah. I'm gonna find myself gobbling up four episodes,
1: yeah, I think the last one of the last times I watched it was really or listened rather, I was out on a walk and it was one of these mornings where um we live we live pretty close to the to the ocean, so we get what they call the marine layer here. Oh. At, and because um, uh, we're right near Venice and that general area mm-hmm. in California, um, so it's very foggy in the mornings. It's like sort of this sort of fog or mist that kind of rolls in from the ocean, hangs out over pretty much like a pretty like pretty large area, yep. and then sort of dissipates pretty early in the afternoon, sometimes before noon um but it's always this weird kind of misty foggy um just sort of like soupy just like, yeah it's soupy that just sort of it just hangs around and i'd be walking around in the morning sort of listening to uh ghost stories and that so that was always like a very good uh it was a great environment to listen to it in that's a quality scene setter yeah it was great mm-hmm. hearing about chairs in the middle of the woods just hearing and, about chairs. walking around in the fog <laughs> Chairs,
0: this is coming back to furniture, chairs, mm-hmm.
1: chests of drawers. Yeah. I think if we were, if we were, had to, to boil it down, chairs and, and drawers, drawers are, are two of the most likely to be haunted, uh, pieces of furniture.
0: Well, my friend Peter Robin and I once had, um, a now debunked ghost, um, incident where he doesn't remember it, but I do. We walked into his, he had a famously old house, mm-hmm. Famously old house, um, A big, very grand house, and their spare room. We were once sleeping in. I was staying over this house, and they had a wardrobe door that we walked in, and the wardrobe door just opened, like this. Open sesame! Yes, it turns out that there was an old wonky floorboard, and when you stood on a certain one, it would do that. But he didn't tell me about that, and I, I still to this day don't know if he knew that, and he was just trying to terrify me, or if, or if he was just caught up in the moment as well. But. Mm -hmm. um,
1: so it's like a booby trap, trap kind of almost like a, like a
0: booby trap. Exactly. Yeah,
1: exactly. Or it's almost like a Disney Disney ride that he set up. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. But it was very, it
0: was, it it it, it was very on brand with the house. Mm-hmm. If that had not been a booby trapped floorboard, you could imagine it happening. It was a very, very spooky house, big spooky yeah. house. Um, he once also told me, I seem to remember, um, and this will give you a flavor of the boy. Um <laughs> That he saw a Zulu warrior one night. Oh, he told me this when he was about seven. Um, (laughs) Yeah, and not even I, as a seven-year-old, went with Mm -hmm. that. Yeah, not even. Uh, I didn't. As my as my grand used to say, Peter Peter used to say more than his prayers. (laughs) Yeah, it's a good lad, though. It's a good quality lad. (laughs) Yeah. quality lad stories stories out the wild stories galore yeah there was a very well i'll maybe save it for next week this could be a teaser for next week peter's mm. story about my family on a night train um that unbeknownst to me he made up and told his whole family but anyway
1: that's a night train i'm not going to say anymore brian well this is going to be out after halloween even though we're yep. recording it on halloween yep. which i think is very i like that we're recording a ghostly podcast oh, on yep. halloween it's we had to, Brian. We had yeah. to, especially this year. There's, I'm not feeling as as spooky as other years, unfortunately, just because uh Definitely. yeah. It seems like you you have some pretty awesome things set up, though. I think you. I do, but it I doesn't feel. Pretty- it doesn't feel that spooky. Although,
0: on the other hand, I'm slightly glad, in a selfish parental way, because last year we took them out trick or treating, and it was fantastic. Right where we live is just stupendous just to give a quick taste there was one garden one front yard where they had mocked up all of their favorite dead musicians Mm -hmm. uh, in skeletal form wigs we had lennon we had mercury we had who else did we have i think buddy holly was there there was but there was i can't prince was there Mm -hmm. quality um, but Basically, it's very lively, and there's very, very good um, Halloween decorations. And we got home, and I don't think my children have ever slept worse. It's like they went to sleep; they were exhausted, and their brains exploded—just <laughs> exploded. There was, Sofia had some amazing night terrors, but night terrors in the in 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 the sense of where somebody is asleep and is crying and screaming, but they're asleep; you can't wake them up. Like there's no way to stop it. Just for our anyway. Was quality. So, in a very selfish sense, I'm quite glad that we're not going out trick or treating because, frankly, it was a pain in the ass. The small children's brains exploding and not sleeping the whole night of Halloween. But anyway,
1: they were afraid of uh, they were uh, afraid. A, a skeleton, um, a skeletal Keith Richards coming at them. Although he's alive. <laughs> Maybe is that's he, scarier, though. Is he, is he really? And they don't know who Brian Jones is. So, yeah. you know,
0: oh, 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 it's Brian Jones. Um, Anyway, yeah, we have a quality night set up for us.
1: Well, Happy Halloween from everyone from Oh Wow Ghosts. Here at Oh
0: Wow Ghosts, I would also like to just um, also say Happy Halloween.
1: Happy um, Halloween. Ha 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 ha! Happy Halloween. Very spooky. Yep. Bye. Goodbye.